Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sutherland Girls. My name is Brittany. And I'm Shannon. And today we're going to quickly talk about how I turned 29, which is a big deal. My last year of being in my 20s. And then we want to discuss the new documentary that came out about Harry and Meghan on mm-hmm. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... For my birthday, mm-hmm. I took the day off. Wow. And I normally don't take right. the day off for my birthday. I've either worked for companies where they're like, oh, you just get your birthday off, so mm-hmm. we won't see you. Or I'm like, it's a Tuesday. Why am I going to take a Tuesday off? Everybody else is at work. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So... My birthday landed on a Friday this year, which was really nice. Mm -hmm. And then um, the night before my birthday, this goes into like the Christmas decorating. Um, I wanted to set up my tree because all my friends and you were coming over on Friday for my birthday. birthday. And I wanted the tree set up. Um, And so (laughs) Uh I told you the story that we redid the tree twice. Oh, yes, you did tell me that. In fact, uh, I noticed that I got a video and your other video is different. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted, I wanted to do a time lapse of us decorating the Christmas tree. But then the first video, Woody was standing in front of the, f- the camera phone the whole, time. the whole time. And the box was right in front of the camera. Yeah. So you can really see like the transformation of the tree yeah. as it was like time lapsing. Mm-hmm. And so I think because it was my birthday, mm-hmm. like what he was like patient because yeah. I feel like he would have been like, who it's cares? It's fine. Who cares? Yeah. But because my birthday was the next day, I think he was like, let's just do it really quick. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So we took all the ornaments off. <laughs> and started over. And he scrunched all of the leaves so back together. So you could fluff them again. Yeah. He's a good man. If you don't have a man that'll do that. I was watching this decorating show and the designer guy was like, two up, two out, two up, two out, two up, two out. Oh. That's how you fluff your tree. He worked for a place. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, a forest or something. And they're usually, like, two up, uh, two up, two out, two up, two out. Hmm. He was teaching people how to. He goes, don't take your tree out of a box and just put it up there. Oh my gosh. I don't know how people do that. It's so hard to hang anything. You yeah. have to fluff and it. And you can see like holes in there. Oh, that's such a good girl. Um. So then we redid that. And if you look in, I posted the reel so that you guys can see. So that's the, actually the second video. Mm-hmm. So we did that the night before my birthday. And then I had my birthday off. Woody took half a day. And then what we did was we had me and you time. We did? Yes. We went to Hobby Lobby. Oh, yes. We had a day. Yeah. That's right. We went... Well, first we went and dropped off Okay. So it was so funny. We went and ran all your errands. Yeah. So we did Christmas... Post office. Post office. Bank. Um, And then we get to the Hobby Lobby and you're like, why are all these people here? Why isn't everybody at work? 
And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so nice that everyone got my birthday off. off. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I could not believe how many people were in that. It's like that on Fridays out. Yeah. So then it gave me the idea, which I highly recommend. You can steal this idea. When you have kids, take every Friday in December off because it's only mm -hmm. four Fridays. And yeah. if you're lucky, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day will be on a Friday. Yeah. So you don't have to take that. You don't have Friday. to use that. Or if it's on another day, you get an extra. Yeah. But yeah. But it's four days out of what's normal is a two week vacation mm -hmm. from a company and you mm -hmm. acquire it. So you're hopefully you've acquired four days and then you have, you know, fun Christmas Fridays with your children. And you can like go to their school parties and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's always fun. So I figure that out when we were in Hobby Lobby dodging people. And I was like, I'm going to do that. I always went to all of your holiday parties. Really? Fun. Yeah. I, there was a lot. I mean, like you went to a private school. So the room was full of parents. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't abnormal. to. I mean, I don't know what they do now if they allow parents in. Oh. But yeah. Um, yeah. I was listening fun. to the radio the other day mm -hmm. and an advertisement for the elementary school the for new yeah seacoast grace uh -huh. was on fish. fish and i was like wait i thought they weren't having a school until three years from now yeah but they need funding yeah so i was like oh my gosh that's like the first time since i've been there and Exciting. they've moved the school out of the church it was yeah it was crazy i was like wow this is happening <laughs> yeah it's exciting it's really exciting um so then after hobby lobby we went to lunch at cpk mm -hmm. um a lot of people do not like cpk but i only like the one cpk in rossmore seal beach seal beach whatever yeah um because they have like i always feel like the food tastes the best there and then the service is the best here. And then we got our nails done. Yeah. Although mine chipped off already. And mine were the wrong color. And yours were the wrong color. I'm just so irritated. Okay. She has the worst luck. Oh, I'm with... so done. First of all, I thought it was me. Like I was the bad luck for you. But you're like, no, every time, every I, time go... I go. It's like, um, that's why I get black or white all the time. Because you can't mess it up. It... The color is never what I pick. It's like, why do you have those samples if they're not correct? I think you just don't pay attention because as soon as they start painting the first nail, I look. Oh, I don't and do you, that. I should. They and usually, then they've got like five done and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm stuck with that color for three weeks. But also when, when we were showing her what color I wanted. Yeah, I said she was silver like, yeah, yeah, glitter. Yeah. Silver glitter. Like it went too fast. Like you were holding it and she's like okay 12 or whatever the number was yeah well, she's like yeah 12 and i'm like mm, no and then she i hate when they try to convince you that it's the right color yes. and you're like no it's not she was like it's gold it was gold and she was like um it changes it in the changes light. colors when you go outside it's silver when or she didn't say inside she just said when you go outside it changes colors and i'm like okay and, and you're like no and no, I'm like, the only reason I said no was because we're inside and it's still the wrong color. Right. It's different on the little sample than it is yes. on your toe. So it how was a can totally it be different a, polish? Yeah, it was wrong. 
So um, then she says it again after your girl starts talking to her. Yeah. And she says it again. And I said, okay, when I go outside, it's going to be silver. And she said, yes. I go, and when I come inside, it's going to be gold. And she says, yes. And I'm like, that's not what I want. <laughs> One of my fingernails is going to be silver. For I Kristen. can't have changing toes. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's going to be freaking 70 so i'm gonna have open toe boots probably for woody <laughs> <laughs> those peep toe boot ankle boots i might have to wear some peep toe books um so yeah we had to deal with that so it and was then like, i finally I'm like, was I am like never and it was an expensive place it wasn't like a 30 dollar manicure are they still on your toes yes okay i hate them they're silver now no it's not <laughs> Oh my gosh, let me see. Take off your shoe. Take it off right now. <laughs> that's not silver, that's gray. Yes, it is. That's gray. No, it's it's metallic-y. It's terrible. Well, it was better than what it was. It was like baby puke green. Well, yellow look, gold. If you look in the look in the light. Yeah, I could see it. It's like iridescent. Yeah. Cuz the gold is showing. Yeah. Well, anyways, I argued with the lady and I said, no, just do two coats of this, this other silver. And I, this happens every time we go together. That's why I thought I was the one that like no, the curse. It, it, in fact. But I always argue with them and I make them redo it for you. And you're like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, no, it's not fine. You're paying for it. So irritated. And you have to stare at it I just for never weeks. go back. And like the last one, I'm like, I'm never going back here again. I got French and I was like relaxing in the massage chair and she's like do you want me to cut down i'm like yes so then she's finished and they're like acrylic nails still long i'm like <laughs> why oh, do you close great. your eyes well i'm too controlling of a person to let people because i'm not controlling i feel like you might have some controlling in you well i'm about to get there well i think you you're charging me fifty dollars yeah to do my feet it was more than fifty dollars they better match yeah they better be what you want. I'll just go with black and white again. Okay. Well, I stopped doing my hands, you know, and um, because it comes in that box, you know, like there's a regular paint and then there's yeah. a gel paint Yeah. for that reason. So that they match your toes and your fingers. Yeah. It never did. Irritating. Your OCD was. Well, get, because being I'm activated. I, <laughs> Don't activate my When OCD. my <laughs> fashion mind was being created as a teenager in the 80s, everything matched. Yeah. So I still have a hard time unmatching. No, I definitely always match my nails. Yeah. Anyway, it was a very fun day. Yeah, it was very fun. And then uh, you dropped me off. You went home to handle some chores. Mm-hmm. The dog. And... Uh, I had a friend come over who her boyfriend was sick. So she like stand, stood outside as we were talking. And she brought uh, my birthday gift for me. And the only thing that I expected for my birthday was to spend time with my friends. I didn't expect them to get me gifts. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I wanted differently from this year for my birthday, which... I totally forgot to announce I'm 29. It's my last 20th 29. birthday. 20 in my 20s birthday. Oh gosh. 
And someone asked me the other day, they were like, how old are you? And I almost said 28. And then I was like, oh, 29. That's a hard number to say, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Not like emotionally, but like it's, I forget. Yeah. Like I never thought I would get to this point in life. And I was telling my friends that that night was, they looked at me like I was crazy, but I feel like there's other people out there that think the same way that I do is you never think that the milestone is reachable until you reach it and then you're like oh my gosh this is weird yeah like i never i thought the world would end not like i'm not mm. not that i'm a you think it's conspiracy much farther theory. away than it is yeah yeah i think god's gonna come back down to earth well he definitely is we know that but, but i always thought before because, you were 30 no <laughs> i always thought this thought of god's gonna come before i get the chance to hit milestones oh gotcha so each time I hit a milestone, I was like, I know, that's what they said. And I was like, I always thought I'd get pregnant and then never actually see my child. And now here we are. And I think it's really weird. Yeah. So they, so this year, this birthday, which was different was because I'm so pregnant and it's my 29th. It's not my 30th. It's not big. Mm -hmm. Although it is a big deal. Your 29th is a big deal because the, the, the last. 29, 39, 49, 59. Those are all big. Yeah. I think they're just as big as it's like the bigger. It's almost like you kind of celebrate all year long. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the last. Yeah. And then you soon you'll start going, I'm almost 30. I'm almost 30. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to say that until next December. I'll just be like, I'm almost 30. Five when... minutes. I'm going to be 30. <laughs> Um, but the reason I wanted it different was because I'm very pregnant. I didn't want to plan anything. I didn't plan Friendsgiving. Right, right. right. I am like, I don't want to be stressed out. Everybody else handle it. Yeah. So Woody planned it all. He got the food. He just asked me, what kind of food do I want? I was like, Chick-fil-A, obviously. And then. (laughs) (laughs) It was really good. Um, and, and then I gained five pounds. So not from Chick-fil-A, but from the whole week. Yeah, it was not good. I went to the doctor's office and I was like, that's five pounds. Did they say, okay, you're at your limit? No, that is my, that was my limit. I know. 25 pounds. I have hit 25 pounds gaining and. And they said, okay, you better stop. Or were they nice? No, No, they were nice. Um, I really think it's 35. They just tell people 25 because it's. Because otherwise they'll be 35 within a week. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if I get to 35. I'd be okay. I just didn't want to gain 60. <laughs> Who would gain 60 pounds when they're pregnant? I don't know. Someone. <laughs> I think it was 65, actually, but <laughs> whatever. They didn't say anything to me. That's good. Imagine how much I would have weighed because I did lose weight towards the end. I don't know if I'm going to. I've been eating salads. That's the one thing during this pregnancy that I'm like. You weren't craving. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because and it's opposite salad. of what you usually eat. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. It is. It's interesting. Like, I don't like chocolate normally. And my eighth and ninth month, my craving was chocolate. Which is weird. Yeah. I do not like chocolate at all. Right. And people would be like, who doesn't like chocolate? I was like, the same well, way. I like white chocolate, but not that often. I didn't like chocolate until I was probably 45. It, menopause. Oh, okay. Um, Hormones. But um, I don't like go like, I need chocolate like most women. Yeah. You know, they're like, 
And I eat soy-free chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. So. I prefer dark chocolate with caramel or um, salt, like heavy Ew. sea salt on it. Oh, it's so good. I like dark chocolate too, but they don't make clean dark chocolate. Yeah. I don't so. eat it very often because it does cause hot flashes. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe that's why I'm having hot flashes this week. You've been eating hot chocolate? Or not hot chocolate. <laughs> eating chocolate i have been eating hot chocolate (laughs) drinking um okay so then the rest of the night we sat around my living room and like talked the boys went outside so it was supposed to be a girls night Mm because i was like i remember i just wanted to like be in my cozy sweats Mm -hmm. and watch a movie or hang around the campfire and roast marshmallows or something um and then woody's like so all of your girls want to bring their boyfriends, so I didn't say no. So, but it was so good to see Marcus. Yeah, I haven't seen him in so long. Um, and then Paige's husband. Yeah, and and we never really got to get to know him. I mean, yeah, you knew him, but I knew him. I didn't get to know him. Yeah, he's so funny. That was nice. He is funny. He's very sweet with her. Yeah, yeah, very very That's sweet. Good. I like that. So, um, yeah. Then eventually the boys went outside to hang out and the girls stayed in and we were talking about the reunion <laughs> and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just like reminiscing. I That's when I told them about my whole milestones not being achieved because I thought God was coming to take us. Oh my us. gosh. And they were like, oh boy. They were like, oh my gosh, that's oh a boy. weird way to think. And I was like, I don't know. I just always thought that. Um, and then we went outside, sat around the campfire and we played the game headbands. Yes. Well, is it called headbands or is it called who am I? It's called who am I, but it's basically the headband game. Yeah. And I had to get creative cause we only had four headbands and there was eight of us. Oh, yeah. So all the boys got like clips on their collar. Oh, that's good. That's um, a good idea. And yeah, you really find out who's competitive in a game like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you also figure out who can't figure out like problem, like not problem solving skills, but like. Uh, um, it Puzzle solving. It's almost yeah. like a. Yeah. Yeah. So it's process of elimination. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's where when somebody can't ask the questions quick enough, that's where it is. It's you have to basically eliminate. Yeah. I mean, that's how I play. I eliminate like, okay, I'm a more girl. Okay. Am I an older young? Am I, you know, am I white? I'm just trying to get that and then I'll get into more like. Yeah. yeah. So we started off the game by going around and telling everyone like you everyone got a free two free questions. Mm-hmm. so like it was are you a man or a woman and are you alive or are you oh, dead oh how we did it at the end yeah yeah it makes it go a little bit faster like and, it helps people out a little bit yeah and there was eight of us so it was taking oh, gosh. a long time you only get one or two rounds yeah. yeah and Woody was like we're gonna just shorten this really quick so we're all gonna tell each other what like you are, alive or yeah. dead and you know what would be really I mean, how do you think about, like, when you have a large group, maybe do teams where, like, one person has the thing on the name? Yeah. Like, girls against boys, and, you know, the girls have to, well, how would that work? I don't know. I tried to think about it before because the they came over. Because boys sabotage you by not. 
helping. In well, a way. not really because you ask the questions. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we'll play it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Um, and then um, half of the people left around 1130. And I started to think like, oh, this is awesome. I'm pregnant and I'm freaking tired. And I'm going to bed. <laughs> and I'm going to bed before midnight. And then the other half stayed until 130. And I was so tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I even washed my face. I think I just used a makeup wipe. Mm-hmm. And then I just went to bed. <laughs> I was so tired. And then the next day I was like, oh my gosh, my body hurts. Just like, you know, being pregnant. Yeah. And did you have this thing? I know you said you had leg cramps while pregnant. Yeah, really bad. Did, is it, was it when you like stretched out in the morning? Because I notice every time I wake up and I go to stretch, I can feel it starting to cramp and I have to stop. Um, no, I got them... Like it would wake me up. Oh, okay. I haven't had that, but like, I can't like enjoy like a good morning stretch. Mm, bummer. You maybe so, it's do like it standing up. It's like if someone you were yawning, and someone told you to stop yawning halfway through. Yeah. It's like that feeling. Yeah. So. So then you finished decorating your house? Yeah, so then I finished decorating my house only because we went to Hobby Lobby for Christmas decorating stuff. stuff And luckily the one we went to had a good quality because mine, everything was gone. Like wiped out. Yeah. Yeah, so there was stuff that I found that I liked, but it wasn't, like I wanted to get those tree inserts, the like little fluffers. Those were always the first thing gone. Why? Always. That is so weird. I think because they're used for crafts. Like, not just for your tree. They're used for wreaths. Oh. Things like that. So they're gone. Yeah. They're gone fast. I only have four star ones. And I was like, I want more of something else. And then that's when we figured out my Christmas theme. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yeah. So I finished decorating um, the house. And then, oh, we went to dinner. At Mama's in Mama. Ross, well, Lasau. I, I love, love that, that place. place. I love that place. Oh, so It's expensive, good. but it's so good. I told Woody, so we went to, we were trying to go to different breakfast places to figure out where we should go after church with a newborn. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to go to super crowded areas with right. a newborn because then it's like you can't enjoy it. Right. Well, we took that back this last sunday because we keep spending around 50 dollars. it's so expensive and we're starving in two hours after eating yeah whereas mamas you spend 60 70 they have good size yes yeah i agree so we it's good food and mine is two days the thing that i order there yeah it because i took the leftovers it's two meals Yeah. yeah so that's why i'm like Nothing compares to mama's because I can get French toast, two eggs, and two bacon Uh and have a second breakfast. Right. So we went to Hoff's Hut two Sundays ago, Mm. and then we went to um, Potholders. 
Oh, yeah, the pot holder there on uh, Catella. The quantity was really small. Oh, yeah. I didn't like the one in Long like, Beach I either. Like, I finished it, and I was like, yeah. I'm still hungry. And yes, I'm pregnant, so obviously. But, like, yeah. now I don't have any leftovers. Well, imagine somebody that doesn't eat uh, simple carbs. Yeah. So there's no hash browns. There's the no time. toast. It's basically eggs, bacon, and fruit. Although. So then, and that's still $18. Yeah. Because a coffee's like three-something. Yeah. I noticed that when we went to Hoff's Hut, all the drinks were like $6. And it's I was like, crazy. what in the world? I don't understand how they couldn't. Milk is expensive, I guess. Well, there is an orange juice shortage. Even though nobody no should one, be drinking orange juice. Yeah. It's terrible for you. Unless you you're juicing it yourself. You shouldn't be giving it to your kids because it's liquid candy. It's sugar. They basically tell you to drink orange juice to get your baby to move because it's a sugar high yeah. when you're pregnant. So yeah. why are you giving that to your kid? Sorry. Don't come at me. Should we make a shirt that says don't come at me? Don't come at me. <laughs> Karen. Martha. Martha. I like the Martha one. Um, oh my gosh. I have to cut in. I saw this movie. <laughs> I think it was on Amazon. Anyway, it's called Christmas Karen. It is stupid, but it is hilarious because it's like, um, you know, everything that Karen does, you know, and her name is Karen. But like the haircut. She asked for the manager. The... She has the oh, haircut. She, yeah. She's yelling at the kid next door. She shuts down a lemonade stand oh know. my gosh yeah. yeah but it was pretty funny that's funny that they did that i mean but it's a stupid movie so don't like if you don't like silly how did that remind you movies, of because you said karen because you said karen oh and then you i said don't come at me karen okay. i mean martha okay anyways so then um the next week we went to speaking of christmas movies the Griswold House. The Griswold House in La Mirada, California. Which I didn't even know was in California. Mm-hmm. So um, it's from the movie Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. If you've never watched it, you have to watch it. If you've never watched it, turn off this podcast right now. No. And go watch it and come Finish back. Finish listening to this podcast. We can't be and friends. And then watch. Because we're going to talk about the house. So I'm going to say... Christmas Vacation was my dad's favorite movie. Yes. And we have watched it every single year on Christmas, even if it's just um, in the background, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not just me. My brothers do it too. Yeah. With their kids. Yes. Yeah. And so it's a big family thing. We quote the movie constantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're not the only ones because I see people. I mean, they make memes about it and stuff. They and I see people on everything. Facebook and stuff and they make they make TikTok videos of it and stuff, but um, and they make the little um, eggnog yeah. moose, moose thing, <sighs> and moose. they make uh, Christmas pajamas. Like if you go to Kohl's every Christmas, there will be a Christmas vacation yeah. theme. Yeah. So this guy in La Mirada, he's been doing this for five years, I believe. Um, and he has he adds to it every year. Like for a while, it was just his ranch style house yeah and then um last year he added a second store like a fake second story to make it look more like the house yeah because the house is a two-story in the movie and he also added the truck this year the dodge the blue dodge truck when they go to pick out their christmas tree that's chasing them down the highway yeah what did i say with cooter and 
Well, me and um, Cade was visiting during my birthday. My nephew was visiting, so we had to take him to see it before he left. Yeah, and so me and him were like walking around, looking at all the little details because they they he had like it's movie so, every scene from the movie and recordings. Yeah, so you can hear the the lines. Yeah. Um. So we got to the truck and we were like, wh- "Who?" What, what is, is this, this truck? I don't remember. We this couldn't truck. figure it out, and then he searched it, and he was like, "Oh, it's the truck that like almost gets them thrown off the road when they go underneath the big rig." Yeah, <laughs> the logger. Like they, tr- the guy <laughs> drives in front of him, like goes and then around. he slams on the brakes, and yeah, and then he goes around them because if you know the movie, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, pretty much. And then he goes underneath the truck but he has everything um margo and todd are there Mm -hmm. the delivery boy yep the company delivery boy the 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 company boss boss, um of course cousin eddie he has the police car the police car the station wagon and the station wagon has a tree on it with the roots exposed yeah um and his house the is... The motorhome. He has the motorhome. His house is covered in lights, like every inch. Just like Just, the, like, the, just like the movie. Yeah. Every single oh, piece of the house is covered. Cousin Eddie's Emptying motorhome. his motorhome. And he's standing there, and it's got the in green light. Robe. The green light's coming out of the hose. <laughs> yes, it's so good. Oh, the cat. Oh, the cat in the chair and the um, uncle with the yeah, cigar. Yeah, the uncle. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then... Um, the scene where they're going down the mountain and he like greases the oh yeah the bobsled thing yeah yeah and it's got like the hole <laughs> yeah he's got the sled oh gosh um he also has a little table set up with um ornaments and any theme stuff from the movie yeah um he sells uh donation you know yeah. um and then he does like treats like this year he had pretzels, but he soft pretzels, you know, soft pretzels, churros, hot cocoa. Did he have coffee or was it just hot cocoa? I don't know. Okay, me and Cade got the hot cocoa yeah. and it was like so hot it was burning our hands. Yes, yeah. yeah. But it was so good. Um, but it's so good. He's there from um, five. What did I say? Five to eight. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. If you Google it, Griswold House, it pops right up. Um, if it doesn't, then type in La Mirada, California, and it'll pop up. And there's like almost a thousand pictures that people have taken yeah. visiting and posting. And I'm really glad that we went during the week and so soon because I know when we went last year, that was my we first went on a weekend going. and it was packed. Like I had to wait pe- for people to move so I could take a picture because people would be in your picture. I don't remember you going last year. Yeah. We went last year because a girlfriend of mine um, went the year before. And I'm like, what is this? Where is this? And then she told me all about it. And yeah. she's like, we go every year. And then uh, Lisa, oh, who I used to work with, mm-hmm. sh- they go every Christmas. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. It's fun because then you can see what he added you yeah. know, if you go every year. But it's like a thing like, like, oh, that's cool. No. I mean, you say you say what you think, but. You have to experience this at least once. Yeah. If you're a fan of this movie. Yeah. And Woody didn't come with us, so I have a feeling he's going to want to go, go back. next year. But um, he has these snow machines. I think he keeps too. it up until the first, so. He has these snow, this the soap snow. Yeah, the bubbles. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, and me and Cade were like, where does he store all of this? Because he's got the motorhome. He's got the, the cop car. The station wagon. The station wagon. And now the truck. Yes. And like, that giant tree. This is like a, the amount of stuff that he has just for this. Yeah. Is like the size of a California. I mean, maybe he has a, um, I would say storage unit, but maybe he has a company like he owns a company, you know, like dad owns a company where he could store it there. Oh, maybe. And all of the old cars have like the fake rust. Yeah. So he was. He uh, makes them look like the the actual. The Dodge truck from the highway is all rusted but when you get up close there's like a little sign that says the company that painted it the guys that painted it yeah and it um if you get super close you can tell it's paint not rust mm-hmm. but it's such an amazing job yeah even the motorhome has all that rust yeah paint on it okay so let's talk about the documentary uh, okay, so, so. Some so people will not released. be interested in this because some people can't stand the royals so yeah. So let's start off with just a little bit of like our our feelings about the royal family or history. Okay. Never liked them, never cared. Fell in love with Di. You did. Yeah. Fell in love with Di. I can still picture her wedding. Yeah. I can still picture where I was when she was killed. I I loved her. She was the people's princess. She's I think that she brought people around the world that were not into the royal family into the royal family. Yeah. Okay. So then she like made them relevant. Yes. Like so then when pop she culture. passed, besides loving, you know, William and Harry, who really cares? Yeah. I mean, some people are diehard royal followers. I'm not. I'm not. You weren't. But in, until, okay. Until. So when they got engaged, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the cutest couple ever. Harry and Meghan. I thought she was so gorgeous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Harry is obviously beloved. Just like Princess he Diana. He was so like wild spirited as a child. And, yeah. And he's uh, the most famous rec- ginger. Reckless and crazy as a, a young adult. And everybody yeah. loved it. Yeah. It brought um, humanness yeah. to a royal member. Yeah. And this is before there was any the crown. and yeah. So we didn't really know what was going on behind the gates. Yeah. So um, when they like got engaged, I like started following because I didn't know who she was at all. Um, and then loved her ring, loved the story of how he didn't just give his mom's ring, like how William did with Kate. Mm-hmm. Like he made the ring so that the center stone was hers mm-hmm. and the side stones was his mom's. Beautiful. And so it was like, it was made for her. It wasn't like someone else's handed down. And he's so sentimental. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I thought she was beautiful. Um, Megan Markle. And then this was when I was like ready to get engaged, but I wasn't engaged yet. So the timing. Yeah. So it was like, it was like, I felt very connected and excited to like watch this Royal wedding happen. Cause I watched, um, William and Kate get married and I loved her dress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, I wonder what her dress is going to look like like Megan's and I was kind of disappointed but then her party dress I was like that's her I wonder if that's like the first dress was picked for her and this was her actual dress well now that we know behind the curtains yeah the influence that the institution yeah has the gray suits on the family 
uh, you know, you can tell when you look back at like home videos and little clips, you can tell where their personality was coming out. Yeah. So during quarantine, I watched The Crown and mm-hmm. I think there was Me too. Me too. three ep- three seasons. At the time, yeah. And they hadn't gotten to the Princess Diana yet. Yeah. And I absolutely hated Prince Charles. Like, even as a kid, he was just like rotten, spoiled, too, like, sensitive in an asshole way. Like, he's willing to take anyone down. And so I thought, okay, this is probably a show. Like, they're making up some of it, of course. And there was so many articles every time The Crown came out with a new season that it's 100% false and, like, the palace is making all these announcements saying it's so far from the truth and all of this. And I'm like, they're trying so hard to defend their name Uh that some of it's got to be true. true. Yeah. Yeah. So... The wedding happened. I was getting my master's degree when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got married. And I woke up at 5 a.m. to watch it on TV. And then I left to go to class, to my 8 a.m. class on a Saturday. So, like, I didn't get any sleep. I was, like, determined to watch this wedding. I mm-hmm. loved it. It was kind of like like you got to watch Diana get married yes. and I got to watch Meghan Markle get married. Um, and so right around the time when I got engaged and I was looking at wedding dresses, I was like, I want the most unique dress that when someone who goes to my wedding or sees photos of me in the dress from my wedding, that that's me. Like different, iconic. Different than, different than what's in style or what's yeah. popular at the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, the name of my gown is the Markle gown. <laughs> and I that was when I was like, okay, I'm done. This is this it. Is it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like a diehard Meghan Markle fan. Um, and then over the years, as articles came out about how she's a diva and all of this. Controlling. And, and they show this in the documentary. And it was a three episode release. And then a week later, the uh, the last two, three were released. Oh, was it three? Okay. Yeah. So one, two, three, and then four, five, six. Oh, okay. So I, in the last year, probably maybe two years, I was kind of like, it's so negative about Meghan Markle. And I did see how they talk about this in the documentary, how like they'll praise Kate Uh for wearing like off the shoulder and dress and stuff and then they'll release an article of megan wearing like a sleeveless dress and and call her like a slut and inappropriate and all of that and i was just i noticed that yeah and i was like why are they doing this like this is so not cool yeah then there was i remember there was rumors that her belly was fake when she was pregnant with archie and so she's grabbing this fake bump and Annoying. they were like, Kate never did this. But then there's photos of Kate grabbing her belly. Yeah. So it's like, you. it's clear as day that they were praising Kate and they were hating on Megan. They pick. They pick a villain. Yeah. So the first episode, maybe two episodes of this documentary, I was kind of like, I really don't like the royal family and I don't like Meghan Markle and Harry. Like, I feel like... They're trying to make money off it, of it their drama. It kind of makes you sick to your stomach in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
it's almost like, can we just move on? But then they tell us all this insider information and you're like, you feel bad for them. And you're like, you feel bad for not liking them. Right. Not having sympathy for them. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, the first three episodes were a little hard to watch. And then the fourth and fifth episode was all about fighting the media and hiding and the exit from the family. So scary. Yeah. And I don't think... Like, I think what I thought before the documentary was so, like, not a, I kind of looked like their situation was not that big of a deal. And then when they were open and honest and sharing their side of the story, it's way, it's, it's such a bigger deal than you think. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you now know all of the details right and you know who's involved and you know who's the bad guy yeah um and i honestly feel like now that the queen's gone that and i told you this when she died and prince charles took over as king charles now mm-hmm. that the reputation of the crown and the crown itself is way on a way lower pedestal because he's not a good person. You could just tell. Well, and the press has always torn him apart through the years too yeah. about being a crybaby and, and you know. Yeah. And at the same time as watching this documentary, I've been watching season four and five of the crown of it's like the eighties. Right. Um, 80s and 90s so like it was their marriage and then their divorce Mm -hmm, that I got mm -hmm. to watch and I remember the crown releasing a statement of the Diana seasons Mm -hmm. saying that this is all false none of this is true Uh and Netflix even announced saying most of the things most of the events in these seasons are made up are fictional yeah yeah Yeah. but No. When you watch it, like... It, it, when you watch it and think back, because I was cause alive during all that, yeah. was that, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. Oh, I remember that article. Oh, I remember that happening in history. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, they actually bring parts of yeah. history into but, it. But, I mean, any smart person that's watching a documentary or a biography or whatever and sees private conversations, you're like, how would they have any idea what was going on in that room? Yeah. Those two people are dead or, you know, those people, you yeah. know. And so it is fictional for movie theatrics, you know, and to give you a storyline, of course. But when you lived history and then they're talking about it, you're like, ah, that definitely makes sense. And I do, as I do, and I'm trying to work on this, make excuses for people. Think about growing up in that family. I mean, Charles didn't get to pick his love. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you see that in the crown is like not no one gets to pick. No, it's chosen for you. Yes. Your life, when you're born, has already been mapped out. Yeah. So imagine living that life that every decision you make, every choice you make, is public knowledge. First of all, um, that the institution itself gives out stories to the tabloids. 
yeah. good or bad. Yeah. And you're not allowed to make decisions. You have to go to the queen or the king with all of your decisions. I yeah. mean, think about it. But then you can flip the other side and say, well, they really do nothing in life. The taxpayers pay their way. Yeah. You know? I mean, they do... They do visit Charitable and, events. Please give me that job. But I'll do it. But how many... It, they said at the beginning of the documentary that they have to do 270 charitable visits yeah. in a year. Yeah. They are busy. I'm not saying they're not busy. I, I, it's 100% a business. 275? Something like that. 100% a business. But when the Markle thing came out... Now, Kate and William are different because, first of all... He's been raised to be the king, just like Charles was raised to be the king. Yeah. It's a little bit different. They're not as free under the microscope. And um, Kate is a native. To Britain. To the UK. Yeah. She she grew up. She knows the institution, you know, things like that. Even though here as Americans, we watch it and we heard all about Di's story. Yeah. I could see where Megan wasn't fully aware of what was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, like the first two episodes of how they met, interviews. Well, imagine if that they, love story. They asked her about who who would you pick, Harry or William? And she's like, I don't know. And we're, I'm sitting there like, come on. We know you have a huge crush on Prince Harry. Like yeah. everyone knows Prince Harry and picks Prince Harry. William is disgusting. Well, I <laughs> Like he's bald. And so is, he so looks is Harry. exactly like his dad. Yeah, Harry's charming William has always been a little cold but yeah there's I mean, like when it's you're, not welcoming I know but look at your brother I mean Harry is stealing the show since he was born yeah you know that's so. true and Harry can do whatever he wants you got to think about this too how Charles was a crybaby growing up and and with the princess die thing is Andrew and Edward got to do whatever they wanted yeah he had to be a so there's way. kind of like a resentment think built about in. that as siblings you know when you always think the other one's more spoiled than you you know think about yeah. it yeah he i can't imagine being this is why the royal thing is so stupid it's like yeah bri- you're being raised from a very small child to be the king the ruler i really don't understand nations. why they're keeping it well because the family would fall apart the 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 royal institution is what pays their way what would they do for a living all of them i don't know why do there need to be titles i'm Uh, like very confused why that's the last like that's where monarchy in in the in the documentary towards the end it's where you get very very disappointed charles had the ability to make different choices for his son harry because of the choices that were made for him yeah but they explained it as like they were told, well, everything that is bad, bad, everything that happened that's bad that happened to you guys happened to us too. So you kind of just have to like put in your time instead of evolving and correcting things yeah. like the whole tabloid thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was done to us too. So yeah. Fix it. Yeah. Defend your family. It's amazing too how much power the staff has. You don't yes. realize. Yeah. Like all of the people in the background that have yeah. no faces yeah. and they're known as the gray suits yeah. have way more power. Mm-hmm. It's and insane. And you take Harry came and went as he pleased. You know, he was in the military for like 10 years and, and you know, he 
he partied. Said, he went from country to country. He didn't, as long as he was putting in his obligations, yeah. he can pretty much do whatever he wants, like Andrew. But Harry said the way to get away from his family and the crown was to stay in the military. Yeah. He was like, that was freedom. my only option of freedom. Yeah. Even though it's not freedom. And you think some people like fantasize like when I'm rich, I'm going to have a butler or whatever, you know, I'm going to have people that do everything for me. That's not a good thing. Yeah. And raising people, children in that atmosphere is not good. Yeah. You need, there's, like I've always told you, there's levels to everything. Like, you know, you're 13, you can get your ears pierced. You know, you're, when you're 14, you can do this. When you're 16, you can drive. When you're 18, you can, you know. Yeah. There has to be levels of want and achievement. Yeah. In order to fulfill your soul. Yeah. They don't have that. No. Everything's decided for them. Everything is picked out for them. Everything is done for them. Yeah. I just feel like, gosh, can you imagine if our, I mean, if our country was like that, like we're working hard. Well, we do work hard to pay the way of our politicians, but it's just interesting to see the inside, even though, you know, not all of it is, I'm sure they're on their very best behavior for this documentary, Yeah, but you can see their sweet, sweet love story. Megan does at the end does show like, well, it's your brother. I'm not going to say anything, but you know how I feel. But that's real life. That happens yeah. when you get married and, yeah. and grow into another family. And, you know, like, so you take two people from two different families yeah. and put them in the same house, mm-hmm. you know. Also, you said something earlier about when um, when Harry and Meghan got together and got engaged and got married that Harry was changing and people were blaming it on Megan, yes. which really is, go ahead. So, um, this was while we were watching it together. I made this comment. Well, Megan says, it's so funny that they, they found me as they called me as the blame of why, like she, she, changed, she changed him. She took him away. She's the reason that this is all happening. And she says, it's so easy to blame well, what's the new, like, what's the common factor that's yeah. new? Yeah. That's causing all the problems. Mm-hmm. Okay, Megan. Okay, blame her. And she says, instead of, well, he already knew what he wanted and what he didn't want before me. And it's easier to blame the new person right. than to take accountability for what you did to cause him to want to leave. And it's just like any human on earth that yeah. gets married you're bringing in the new family yeah and or let's say a group of guys and one of them gets a serious girlfriend and it's like dude come on yeah she's controlling you she, yeah people don't like change and it's change that that man wants when he meets the love of his life mm-hmm. and it's what he always dreamed of is coming into fruition now and everybody on the outside blames the girl yeah and that's what happened to me with Woody. Yes. Which he knows and I've told him before. It I'm happens like, with this, everybody. This everybody. literally happened to me. Every, all of his friends didn't like me. They were like, we never see you anymore. Or, oh, it's you're natural. so, you're so whipped. Yeah. And it's like, what if he just like enjoys hanging out with me more than he likes hanging out with you? Like, you didn't think about that? Well, it's also, 
evolution. This is part of life. Yes. You know, you go to school, you graduate, you party in your 20s. Then you meet the love of your life and you get married. So that kind of changes things. And then you start having kids and that changes things. Yeah. So you're taking the change of life as you evolve and people are blaming the common like the, the not, new the, the new, new common the newness the newness to this situation yeah it happens to everybody yeah yeah and when she said that about your brother you know it's your brother and i'm not going to say anything you know how i feel it's like yeah every woman has felt that and i'm sure every man has felt that with the woman's family you know when you combine the families yeah it's hard and i people don't like change i feel like that's when i really was like Okay, I like her. You can, um, what because do you say? Uh, you can, um, what's that word? Sympathize with her situation. Yeah. You relate to her. Yeah. I, it's I'm, relate. You can relate to the situation at that point. Like they're a real person. Like yeah. you're like, oh yeah. 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 Like I went they're with human. that. I, I Not only did I deal with that same thing with Woody's friends, but I dealt with it with his family. Like because we were so young in our early 20s no one really understood when he would say like oh I'm gonna marry her one day they didn't take that seriously until I was literally drugged through the mud and felt so bad and all these comments left and right about how I look how I act how I am not what I'm supposed to be to them right the life choices that you guys were making together yeah blamed on you they're all blamed on me and so I just like I was like wow this is like she's explaining her story but it's also my story yeah yeah and finally I remember Woody standing up for me and this is when I turned to you and I said I feel like Woody is so much like Prince Harry because he had to stand up to his family he had to move he had to remove himself to a certain point Hi, princess. and get angry and you know he's he's such a fun loving guy that loves mm-hmm. to smile and loves mm-hmm. to tell jokes but when he's serious is when people finally were shocked mm-hmm. by what he's responsive it's you really don't want me to choose Right. Because it's not going to be you. Right. Right. This is my life here. Yeah. yeah. Like I am going to marry her. I am planning on buying a ring. Mm-hmm. So you either decide to accept her now or I choose her and not you. Yeah. And I feel like Prince, I, I don't want to sound like s- s- conceited, but like I see my personality and Megan's are very similar. Like mm-hmm. we're outspoken. When I agree. We feel like there's an underdog. We can all day long defend the underdog. And she could have cowered down and became submissive and and went, okay, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, not to Harry, but to the institution. Yeah. And I felt... And she was like, no, we're fighting this. Yeah. And I'm sure... She was pushed down. I'm sure he was nervous. And that's how I felt at a certain point. Like, I felt like I'm losing myself. And then finally something happens. I don't know. I think. Um, and we're like, nope, men, had enough. In men, it's they do reach a breaking point and that's it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how nice you are, how much of a pushover you are, how much of a people please you are. 
you know, and people, our fans have heard me talk about how when I've come unglued on people, yeah, <laughs> you can push so far and then you're going to get it. Yeah. So I definitely related with their story in the family dynamic, the drama of everything. I just like, even if you're not a royal watcher, even if you can't stand Megan, even if you can't stand Oprah They're still or relatable. anybody, watch this documentary yeah. on Netflix. It is so relatable throughout the whole thing yeah every single episode and and i know a lot of people are going to say like i don't feel sorry for rich people or whatever because they do live a very cushy life yeah but it doesn't matter how much money you have Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a prince or someone down the street from your house it it, it does it, it i think about twitch and what happened this week yeah. Is he looks like the happiest person. He has money. He has fame. He has family. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're suffering, you're suffering. Yeah. Don't look at rich people, Elon, whoever, and think that they have no worry in the world. Yeah. That mental health is still there. I feel like they have more to worry about. Right. And I know a lot of um, regular people or whatever you want to call them are like, I don't really care. Like if I had that much money, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change your inside. Yeah. It does not change the inside. So it's a really, really great documentary and very relatable. Yes. Uh, I will warn you. I'm very sentimental, but I cried several times. Yeah. I cried the last episode Mm -hmm. just because it was like, it was, it was very much your, a lot of your story and things that had happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. It was the most relatable to myself. The first episode, if you're like cynical like I am when it comes to like how people meet, like uh-huh. a, how a love story starts, it's like, oh, brother. Just It almost keep seems watching. made up a little bit, but still, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it, almost like she knew. Oh, because she was, was recording everything? No, like the interview, like I said, where they, they asked her questions about her because she was an actress at that time and then they ask her a stupid question of um what team are you on prince william or prince harry oh and before. she's like i don't know yeah. uh harry it was very weird well she is an actress but she's not that good of an actress yeah because people kept saying you know in the tabloids and stuff when all this stuff was going down oh, she's an actress we don't believe a thing she's saying but the group of friends that she has that have her back yeah and do things without asking her yeah it it shows what kind of person she is. Yeah. And I, these aren't celebrities. These aren't people that are fame hungry. Well, or, there's two people that are famous, but. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and at some point not when the, the tabloid stuff is coming up, it was just like Diana in that, okay, come on, her, give her a break. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter what she does. You're going to pick it apart. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to pick something to write about. It will fire you up even if you don't care about her or the royals or rich people or whatever, and that something needs to be done about the press. Something, laws need to be changed and enforced, and it's dangerous. It's not right. I do think if you are in the public eye and you're going to, you know, if you choose that life, you do owe something, but not this. Not to be chased nonstop to get that picture of you not smiling or... Or people trespassing on your property property. or coming up to your cameras or cutting fences like they i don't know any other celebrity that has dealt with this i'm sure some celebrities don't deal with this Mm -hmm. but like this was like to another level yeah 
it, it, they need to be protected at some point. Yeah. Like there has to be, because there's a lot of celebrities that want stuff out there. And they did accuse Megan that a little bit in yeah. the tabloids being released that she wanted this stuff to get out or she, you know, but she wanted these to be famous people, these famous people, actors, singers, performers, whatever, they want to be out there. So they will come. You see that they go to places where they know paparazzi. Yeah. I mean, it was well known that Britney Spears used to call the paparazzi before she went places. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to go out of business or you're not going to get their story. But the going through their trash, climbing through their fences, you know, blocking them at airports, things like that. Yeah. It needs to stop. It's not safe. Yeah. I think what happened to Princess Diana was totally... I don't want to say that it was set up, but it looks set up. She went into a tunnel and never came out. Yeah. And the royal family had the opportunity to fix things yeah. after that happened. I just think when if you've watched The Crown and then you watch this documentary, you can tell that there's like, unfortunately, Queen Elizabeth had an opportunity to figure out how to separate family and royal mm -hmm. but she didn't want to she wanted to keep well, it royal I, the whole time you have to remember too that's the way she was raised so she's she's holding the whole monarchy on her shoulders so i do understand that but, but there's like charles no is the one that was wrong there's charles no, yes there's zero compassion like well they're not zero... like that they're cold people that's generalizing i'm sorry I mean, you would, a lot of people would say that's like a British thing is yeah. there, there's no love and compassion, but, but Diana was British and she was yeah very kind. Harry. Hello. Yeah. So, um, but like what I said when we were watching the documentary, imagine being the spare. Yeah. Imagine being Andrew. Imagine being Margaret remember yeah i mean just imagine you have to follow all these rules and do all these things but you get nothing out of it and you're told you have to go and ask if you can get married you have to go and ask i mean you're told what to wear you're told where to go i mean imagine that oh yeah let's talk about the clothing so megan was like i remember being like oh my gosh she's so chic wearing neutrals like whites and beiges and, and blacks black and, and yeah, yeah she looked so chic like yeah. it reminded me of diana a lot yeah but but she explained how it works is no one can match the queen which that's a well-known thing yeah yeah everybody knows that you cannot you have to find out what the queen is well not you your people find out what the queen, queen is wearing what the and color they, yeah and they then choose you your color. you pinball down the hierarchy of the royals so right. then it would be like okay what's camilla wearing okay then what's kate wearing and then whatever color is left over is what megan can wear it's nutso um and i said their final um goodbye week mm -hmm. is oh, what they called the it they called tour. it tour goodbye tour goodbye tour but they called it freedom week yeah <laughs> megan was like you know what I wore all this neutral and now I want to go out. I just want to dress like the rainbow. Yeah. Red, purple, yellow. Yeah. yeah. She wore green. The whole entire rainbow that week. And yeah. I was just like, I remember her wearing that. I remember her wearing that. And she looked so happy because she knew there was an end. Yeah. Yeah. 
And all those colors, I was like, she looks great in red. She looks great in green. She looks great in blue. Like, mm-hmm. blue is her color. She's super, super pretty. Her yeah. mom is so pretty. And nice yeah. and soft-spoken. Yeah. Oh, it reminds me so much of Riley's mom, Mickey. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just so soft-spoken, but, like, she's has so that kind. humor yeah. and kindness. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And then there's like a mixture of Megan, like of me and Riley's personality in Megan. Yeah. So I just like felt so related to her after. Like she wasn't this huge person put on a pedestal, which right. we tend to do with people. And we're not getting all sides. You're getting one side. Yeah. You know. But honestly, I don't want to know the other side. Right. I can I'm with that one side, I can drop a conclusion of right. i'm never gonna be related like be able not to gonna, relate to them they're not relatable at all mm-hmm. they're so far from the common person yeah like, and william better get that together because they're gonna lose yeah they're gonna lose more countries they've already lost jamaica yeah was it jamaica or barbados i thought it was they barbados said i thought they said jamaica I don't know. I don't even know how many are in the Commonwealth. I don't even know. Yeah, and I didn't know either. Stuff. And I was like, wow, this is a lot more. And they said that the majority it, of the countries, yeah, the majority of the countries in the Commonwealth are of color. Yeah. And Harry said, and this is what I 100% agree. Harry said the royal um, institution. institution missed a no. huge opportunity. By doing this to my wife. Mm-hmm. And I love that he says my wife. They could have evolved. Because it's... it. He's showing like... that Not that she's a piece of property. But he's defending her. And he's saying this is mine. Right. And I'm willing... Because I'm so public. And I'm a part of this. I wanted to help. Not only our side. But bring her in because I love her. Right. And you bashed her. But this and is what I you left. fell in love with. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They talk about, okay, their love story is so funny. Yeah. How they had it, two dates. It's so cringy. Every girl will cringe. Yeah. And be like, no way in hell I would ever do that. No But it makes way. for forever. Yeah. She must, they must have matched really well because they went on two dates and it was like one night was drinks and the following night was a dinner. Mm-hmm. And then what was it like a month later or something? I don't know. He remember. was like, I'm going to be in Africa. And she was like, Oh, I have a week off. Uh-huh. And they went to Africa in the middle of nowhere, slept in a tent for a week. No shower, no, no shower, bathroom. no bathroom, no mirror. This guy you just met. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa, no, 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 not no, happening. no, I'm not shitting in a bush in front of yeah. you and this is like the third time i'm seeing you so i don't know if you know this story but when uh daddy and i first started dating the family went on camping trips every year because it's a family-owned business so everybody worked there you can't really go on vacation go anywhere so we would close certain times of the year and everybody would go and it was always camping trips that first camping trip daddy <sighs> had daddy had this tiny little yeah. trailer yeah that it didn't matter because it was just for him, you know. Yeah. No bathroom, no heater, no Wait, refrigerator. What? Yeah. What? Yes. And not that I, I'm a princess now, but I mean, I had <laughs> slept, I've slept in a tent when I was pregnant on the beach. I slept in the back of 
my brother's pickup truck and took showers in the river. You know, I did all that already. Yeah. I was at the point in life where I wanted to camp in a motorhome. Yeah. You know, so like we a went little on outhouse one, bathroom. We went on one family camping trip. How long was the trip? And it was at a KOA. So it wasn't oh, like geez. we were in the boondocks, right? Yeah. It was three days, I think. Friday, Saturday, okay. go home Sunday. Um, and of course, the KOA has a bathroom. You could walk to that bathroom and take a shower and yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. Go to the bathroom. But it was like when that trip was over, I was like, I can't do this again. And he started shopping for a bigger trailer for everybody, yeah. you know, uh, because we were scheduled to go How to the far desert. How long were you guys dating? It when was he... June. We started dating in March. It was June. And we had a scheduled <laughs> Thanksgiving trip in the desert where there was no going to be not going to be a KOA shower. Yeah. Yeah. It's shitting in a bush. In a bucket. In a bucket. He, he had a bucket. With and I was like, seat. I'm not going in that bucket. <laughs> we just started dating. I'm yeah. not going in that bucket. Maybe after a year. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, you know, you had to turn on the oven or the stove to heat the thing. To That's how we got thing? heat in that little teeny trailer. It was super cute and they're super popular now. I see them. And the refrigerator was ice. Like you put ice in it. It wasn't like a refrigerator. Wait, you're talking about the trailer that dad just sold like a no, couple years no, ago. No, no, no. I'm talking oh. about the very first one that very first weekend. So of course there we was had another trip. One? Yeah. We okay. had another that I just told you that didn't have a bathroom or heat oh. or refrigerator. Okay, but this you just said Your to baby heat it up. Just, to heat up that little tiny trailer, you would turn on the stove. So the little teeny tick, tiny tick, tick, one tick. had a stove. Yeah, had a tiny little stove. But it didn't have a bathroom. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So anyway, um, perfect for a guy, you know, yeah. but um, not when you're going to end up going to the desert where there's no KOA showers or bathrooms yeah. or anything. Yeah. So of course he went shopping and got a new one, but, and we just wow, recently got rid of it, but really like investing that from June to November you that guys I would were still be still... well no this is I think something he needed you know okay. for the kids for the yeah yeah the next step of yeah you know because you had you, little kids you, you're not going to be able to you buy your starter hold them car, over a bucket you buy your starter car then you buy what you want yes, to get what time. you want it was time yeah but Got it makes it. me think of that she slept in a tent no yes. shower no no bathroom, bathroom, no mirror. No, it's like you're getting you're getting comfortable real quick. Yeah, real quick. That was like the she said that was like the deciding factor. Like, well, and if you think about after Harry, that, if you think about Harry, it's pretty smart. Yeah, travel, camp, move. Yeah, those stresses will tell you everything about a girl. Yeah, <laughs> and if they're willing, if you're willing to stay with her. Yes. Yes. So, what else from the documentary? Um, oh, Tyler Perry. Okay, so Tyler Perry. I've heard a little bit about his story. Like, I know he came from an abusive family, very, very poor abusive family. And I know that he wrote all his stories, like made up all his stories that are now in movies and TV shows and stuff underneath the front porch. Like, he would hide under there and create all these stories in his head yeah and these are all stories that became his outrageous movies that you're just like what 
this is what he, that it's from his childhood that he came up with all these stories right wow he's not really my style like his humor i mean a few of them in the beginning when he first came out funny yeah but you know he has some scary movies too and they've freaked me out to the point yeah. where i'm like okay. i mean he's definitely an artist and a creator and stuff yeah. but the human element in him and the things that he did for them not knowing them yeah um like they never a, met wow what a guy and what a guy he contacted prince well Harry, don't tell everything and they kind of he kind of saved them really well yeah i think it's public knowledge now that everybody knows that they lived in his house yeah when they were trying to escape the crown but yeah. you find out how that came to and the fact that he kept that a secret and his people kept that a secret yeah you know what i mean here the royal family is leaking everything yeah the instant it happens it's or sometimes a, before it happens yeah and this man and his people uh-huh. kept that secret for yeah. so long six weeks yeah Prince Harry said that their last interaction at, with the royal family was like a soap opera. And he was, I, I see that. Like he, it's not real. Everything you're looking at is so fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a TV show, basically, yeah. because they've invited these people into the palace to destroy a family, to destroy a crown. Well, I think that's their power. They were trying to inflict their power to make him conform to the way you're supposed to be but if you think about it but you're making them look bad but they don't see it that way if you think about it the people you know what they call the people yeah fell in love with princess diana yes i mean it was like the palace was outraged it was like they were nobody and here comes this 19 year old girl yeah. That takes over all the love of all the people in all the Commonwealth. They didn't like that. So they tried to destroy her. That makes zero sense to me. Exactly. Here comes Megan. And you could see Same from thing. their very first committed trip. Yes. Just like Diana. Yeah. All of a sudden, every person in the Commonwealth loves her. Yeah. It's like, it was Why? the first trip after you get married, you have to do this thing. A tour. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing that happened with Diana. Mm-hmm. If you watch The Crown, they show that part. Once they got married, um, Charles and Diana go on the same trip. It's the yeah. exact same trip after everyone gets married. Mm-hmm. And they loved her. And he was like bitching and moaning and throwing a fit. Because they, lo- he could see that they loved her more. But if they took the opportunity to see, hello, use her. These two women were relatable by the people. Yes, that pay your way. Why do they love those two women? Because they were personable. They were honest. They were human. They touched. Yeah. They didn't just stand behind a gate and wave. They or, touched yeah. their spouse. Yes. Which other royals do not so weird they both hugged strange strangers yeah that were there greeting them yeah and people fell in love so you would think that the institution would realize like this is where we're getting it wrong we're too ice cold yeah the the institution needed a pr management a non-institution pr person yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. i think after watching all of this let's like we're going over our time okay um but summarize I think after watching everything, mm-hmm. 
this is what I would do. I would clean house, get rid of the gray suits, yeah, start over, get a PR company. That's just like in our country with the politicians. It's time. They're too old. Yep. It's time to bring in younger, fresh ideas. Yes. Yeah. I think they're way behind in the times. Right. And there was obviously, if you're listening to the story and you've kept up a little bit, there was mention of race a lot or that the royal family's racist, which I think they are because they're so set in their old, old, old ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just tell the way that they interact with the common people that they're, they feel that they're up here mm-hmm. and the people are down here, mm-hmm. which... Or they feel that they have to portray that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think... Whoever it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be Charles and I don't think it's going to be William, but I think it's going to be William's kids, hopefully. To change it. Or Prince Harry and Meghan and their story coming out that they're going to start making changes to fix it. Yeah. And it would be smart for them to do something, make a huge change. Mm Mm-hmm. Because your little changes or your little um, articles of hatred mm-hmm. going out trying to destroy other people who just want to be happy and left alone mm-hmm. is showing that you're going to be more hated. Mm-hmm. You're, we're no longer going to hate the people you told us to hate because now we know you're manipulating us. Right. So. Dun, dun, dun. What's your last final? Um. I don't think that they'll change. I don't either. I think that the, I do, I do think that there needs to be some um, tradition and royalness to that. Yeah. But I think they need to be a little more sympathetic to their people's needs. Yeah. Yeah. Show, show just a little bit of human side. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be as cold as you have been. Although, you know, throughout watching the royals, there's always been that one, like, you know, Margaret. Princess Margaret, Princess Anne, you know. um, I thought Kate was going to be, because Kate was very touchy with William, but then over the years, she's separated herself from him. Well, because he's going to be the king and she's going to be the queen. You can't, I mean, you got to look at Queen and Philip, you know. So I think it's a lost cause. I think Kate is so groomed that there's no way of fixing it. Right. So if you're a royal watcher or not, if you hate the royals, if you hate celebrities, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think you should watch it. I think you should watch it. It's very interesting to know the ins and outs. And, and there are there are little spots where you're like, okay, Megan. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's human nature. We would all act like that. Yeah. So watch it. Yeah. Let us know what you think. It was good. It was good. I kind of like if it would be cool if they did like more episodes in a year. Yeah. And added them to this of like one year after freedom or something. Right. So thank you guys so much for listening to us babble about the crown and the royals. And I know we you probably don't care, but 
it's one of the newest documentaries that we both started watching and we wanted Pop to culture, talk, we about. Gotta talk about it um and it's different than our normal like health and fitness and just ourselves food and fashion our life in fashion so we had a lot to say about that um don't forget to follow us at Sutherland Girls on Instagram and TikTok and visit our website if you want to shop anything that's our faves. Um, it's at sutherlandgirls.com forward slash the pod. And don't forget to rate us. We're on both Spotify and the Apple podcast app. Other than that. Bye.